Welcome to La Jefa Experience, the place where moms in any stage of motherhood come to get tools, tips, and support to thrive as the CEO of their life and family. What's up, Hefas all over the world? Welcome to La Jefa Experience. I am your host, Rocio Cisco. We are embarking on the summer. If you have not already started <laughs> enjoying this beautiful, beautiful summer, uh, you're not too late. I mean, you're, we're right at the beginning of summer 2021. And I got to tell you guys, there is something in the air, obviously post-COVID, post all of you know the states opening back up for the most part. There is something so special in the air, and I have found myself on a, a, a couple of occasions feeling the gratitude for human connection, feeling uh, the love and the necessity that is connecting with other people and. It's brought me to tears on some occasions. I just we just experienced the the graduation for the class of twenty. I think it was twenty twenty um, here in San Clemente, and and it it was amazing to just see so many people out there celebrating, happy. Uh, who cares if they had masks or not on? I don't know. I don't even remember. But what I was mainly focusing and really touched by was the connection and the the excitement and the happiness and it was so nice to see people like that again and um i believe that you know that's exactly what is in the air right now is just the human connection and how we feel when when we when we connect <laughs> i don't know if another word to say it but connect and um yeah, when we feel another person's presence and when we feel, you know, their their feelings and their excitement and and their beauty, their beautiful outlook on life. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm really excited for this summer. I'm really excited for everything to open back up. I know for us, uh, June 15th is the date. And I gotta tell you guys, I'm so over. <laughs> I'm so over all of the mass and um I can't wait to just get rid of all of them. <sighs> You know, it's it's tough enough being a mom in during a pandemic. Mamas of of babies and and toddlers, you you hear me? I know you hear me on this one. Yet, when you are struggling with a toddler and you have your face and your nose covered and sweat droplets under that, and just, it's just it's another level. <laughs> it's another level. So I, that is the main reason why I really cannot wait to just get rid of these. Mass. So um, with that being said, the topic that I'm bringing you today, my hefas, is that of numbing pain in motherhood. And motherhood is a huge transformation already, right? For any woman that partakes in, the, in it on any level, uh, including our sisters that are trying to become mothers and may, may not be having the, the best of luck uh, or for our other sisters who have had to experience miscarriages. I've experienced a miscarriage, right? And when you go through that and when you're having those feelings, there's... It's it's a, a huge transformation. It just changes you. You're not the same person when you're trying to become a mother, when you've miscarried, when you've 
when you've created human life and actually have have birthed human life, there is just a huge transformation in motherhood in general. So my sisters uh, that are having trouble and have had experienced miscarriages, we're with you. We're with you and we're sending you uh, good energy, good vibes, and, and all the love that, that you need uh, during that time and during this time. And um, like I said, it, it's a huge transformation. So with it, with transformation comes pain, right? Like we all experience some type of pain because the beautiful things in life aren't the only things that change you, right? It's the rock bottom, it's the tough things, and it's the enduring all of the tough things um, that life has to offer as well. Let's be honest. You will experience tough times in life, and that's going to shape you as well. And in motherhood, what I've noticed is that we tend to numb our pain. Uh, We do things that won't that don't allow us to feel the pain. And I'm going to tell you guys, everything that I am going to explain on how we numb our pain, I believe, and from what I have seen is, has been socially accepted and socially encouraged for us to do as mothers. So I encourage you to, to, you know, uh, to Listen to this with an open heart and and an open mind and really take a look at, you know, is this is this what you're experiencing? Has this happened to you? You know, and maybe maybe it is it does resonate with you. Maybe it doesn't. However, if it does, I'm going to give you one main thing to focus on so that we can uh, feel our feelings, uh, go a little deeper with our pain. Pain is our friend mamas. Pain is our friend. Um, I used to have a belief that if you wanted to experience love, you had to um, deal with the pain. Love is pain. Pain is love. That's when like my young, my young teenage days, that's, you know, when we're so dramatic. um, That's how I, that's what I would feel. That's what I would write in my notebooks. That's what I would write in my journals, my diaries. It wasn't even a journal then. It was a diary, you know, and there's some truth to that. Although now as a 35 year old woman who's a wife and a mom, I realize, and I'm, I'm, I'm much clearer, much more awakened to reality and we don't have to see it that way. It doesn't have to, love doesn't come with pain, pain doesn't come with love, right? Like it's, it is what it is. There's a spectrum of experiences and feelings and it's intense. It's intense to live on all ends of that spectrum at any given time. However, that is life and that is life. That spectrum is what life is. Some days you're on the sad side. Some days you're on the happy side. Some days you're right in the middle. And why would you always want to be on the happy side and not experience the pain or the sadness? Why would you always want to be in the sadness and not experience the happiness, right? It, let's, let's be open to feeling it all and flowing with it all. That's life. That's the beauty of life. So let me go into um, how we numb pain in motherhood. One of the things that we do in order to numb pain is we numb it by overdoing. 
And that's jam packing our days with all the things to do, the big to-do list, the the over managing, right? The over over just doing of it all. Jam pack, jam pack, always trying to just get to the next thing and get to the next thing and get to the next thing. And that never allows us the opportunity to actually listen to the thoughts in our heads, to feel what's going on in our hearts, to to listen to our intuition and what's really going on in our gut um, and what our gut is telling us because we're constantly busy, 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 busy bodies. You really don't uh, slow down until your kids aren't around, go to bed, whatever stage of motherhood you're in, right? And then what do we do? We numb our pain by doing, going on social media, blah, 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 like all of those things, right? So we never actually stay still um, to give us the opportunity to just listen and feel. So that's one. The second way that we numb pain in motherhood is by over-nurturing, and mamas, it is extremely easy to over nurture because, I mean, I'm speaking from the perspective of a new mom, right? That you're, this person's life is in your hands. So you want to make sure that everything is just like, ah, perfect. So just being the, the definition for over nurturing is is being over involved in your child's lives and doing things uh doing things that your children should be doing for themselves like smothering them with love allowing them too many privileges making sure they're always entertained and hovering over them constantly uh trying to insult uh in in insulate them from frustration stress anxiety all the big feelings and what over-nurturing does, mama, for you is a distraction, obviously. Like you're distracting yourself with yet another thing to do, right? Going back to number one, what, what this also, and what this also does for your child is it teaches them that they can't sit with their feelings, that something's got to band-aid their feelings. When that, we know that that's not true. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel anxious and excited. Anxiousness is excitement, right? And it's okay to feel all those things. Over-nurturing is teaching our babies that when they're feeling these big feelings, somebody outside of them is going to have to come and save them and make them feel safe. And that's that's not the kind of that's not reality. And also too, it's developing codependency for them, right? So just remember, remember that over, why do you need to over-nurture? Why do you feel the need to want to band-aid and hover and, and entertain and, uh, and um, avoid them to feel those pain, uh, th- those feelings? Most of the times, mama, It's because you don't allow yourself to feel those feelings. It has more to do with you than it does with them. So notice that because what are you feeling? What kind of pain are you feeling? What kind of discomfort are you feeling that doesn't allow you to just have them sit with what they're feeling, right? So notice that the third thing that we do to numb pain in motherhood is we become passive aggressive. And my jefas, 
I grew up with a lot of this in my life. The women in my life, I mean, my mom has six sisters. Yeah, six sisters. The women in my life are very passive aggressive. And that's what they learned. You know, it's not a judgment. It's reality. It's truth. They're, they're passive aggressive and they don't even know that they're passive aggressive. And I believe I have a big belief that too, uh, a lot of I'm, I'm Mexican, I'm Hispanic, my Latinas passive aggressiveness is socially accepted in our culture. It, it is that's reality. And if anybody has uh, something to say about that and wants to communicate with that with me, I'm open for uh, for discussion on that as well. But passive aggressiveness is the type of behavior when you express negative feelings indirectly instead of openly talking about them. And why I say that, that for, I grew up in an I'm Latina. I grew up in the Hispanic culture. I've, I've experienced that on all ends because we don't have the tools. We didn't necessarily have the tools. Our parents didn't have the tools to communicate openly about when we felt sad or angry or frustrated, right? It's not saying that all Hispanics are like that. I mean, I grew up in a household that was like that. And I experienced other uh, families that Latin, Latino families, Latina families that were uh, very, very similar to mine. Okay. So I saw the commonalities there and, you know, what this looks like is, oh, complaining about feeling unappreciated. Oh man, that was a big one. That was a big one in my household. Um, backhanded compliments. I, cannot tell you how many times I had told my mom, my mom, that she was lucky that I was so mentally stable because some of the things she would say to me, I mean, I laugh at them now. Right. And I love my mom. Like I'm not mad at her. I've, I've learned to let go of that stuff. She didn't know. She didn't know that that's what she was doing. She didn't know that I would have I was going to take things in the wrong way, but something about me all also always knew that that wasn't right. It didn't feel right. You know, and I would tell her, Hey, listen, you're lucky that I'm mentally stable because some of these things that you say are just not, they're not cool. A lot of them had to do about, about my weight around were around my weight. And, you know, again, if you are Latina, you know, like being called a gordita in your household is, is like a term of, of endearment. And, the fact is it's not, it doesn't make you feel good when you're being called a gordita as a cute little name. So the passive aggressiveness, uh, it's just, I see it in, in motherhood. I see it in relationships. I see it. I see it a lot. I see it a lot and I'm so much more attuned to it. So that's another way that we do numb our pain. Um, and number four, the number four way that we numb our pain is by drinking. This is a tough pill to swallow because I've been there, mamas. I've been there. I've had my share of margaritas, right? When we're when we are turning to things outside of ourselves to forget or immediately numb the pain so that we don't have to feel it. Or that we we don't even know that we're doing it, that we that we don't want to feel it, right? We're avoiding it. And this is, I mean, this is what happened. This, like I said, it is socially acceptable to 
have your glass of wine, right? And have your margarita. And, and even like, you know, during COVID, I was seeing a lot of, uh, of Zoom dates where we were like, you know, mamas were getting together and they were having their glass of wine with their friends. And, you know, I am a firm believer in too much of anything is not a good thing. Um, so I understand that some of that is a, a healthy dose of that is totally necessary for us. Yet, what is a healthy dose? Is it every day? Is it multiple times a week? Is it multiple? Like, what is a healthy dose, right? And I would encourage you, and I'd like to empower you to actually look at that. How often are you turning to alcohol to numb your pain? And what are you running away from? What is what is being triggered within you that you're like, I need a drink? Um, so, so take a look at that. Right. And, and, uh, check in with yourself. I'm not going to be the one that's going to tell you whether or not this is what's happening to you. You're going to be the one to tell yourself that this is, if this is the way that is going or it's not check in with yourself. Are you turning to alcohol every time that you're stressed, every time that you feel these big feelings? And, and go from there. The fifth way that we numb our pain in motherhood is by trauma bonding with other moms. And what is trauma bonding? This is such a, a, a word that is floating around in the, uh, in the woke community, right? And, and this is when two individuals will bond and they build a relationship or build a, um, yeah, they build a, a, a communication around surviving a traumatic experience together. And let me, let me just say, right, traumatic experience is, a, a I would imagine, like an intense word for some people. Yep. Experiencing motherhood is an experience. And as most, some of us know, it can be traumatic, right? And it's beautiful. I'm not saying that because it's traumatic, it's not beautiful. It's all the things, yet it's an experience that we, that we have, okay? And when we talk to other moms, oh my God, I've noticed this because I felt it within myself. I'm telling you guys these things, not as a judgment. I'm telling you guys these things because I've experienced it and I've questioned it like, hmm, what are these feelings? What is this that I'm experiencing right now? Why am I experiencing? So I look at these things as a way to be better and as a way to be in integrity with who I want to be because I don't judge myself for having these feelings. At least I try not to. Sometimes the initial feeling of judgment does come up and I'm like, oh, wait, you're judging yourself there. So trauma bonding with other moms. I personally believe this is why I've had such a tough time becoming friends with other moms so freely and openly the way that I uh, have connected to people in the past is because I do feel that this is socially accepted. So I will see it as bitching, venting, complaining, right? And for the other person who's in the experience with me, they don't see it that way. Nobody's ever told them, hey, is there anything that we could do to, you know, 
is there anything that I could do to support you? Is there anything that I could do to show you love? Like we just engage in, oh God, girl, my son or my husband or this, did this, 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 and this. And we never actually talk about a solution or maybe bring something to light to make, to help them, to help our sister raise their standard and, and rise to the standard and empower them to not feel so helpless in these situations and to actually listen to their pain, right? So um, trauma bonding with other moms is a big, a big way that we numb our pain. We don't ever actually look for solutions. We're venting, venting, okay? And I'm gonna go back to, there's a health, healthy dose of this and there's a way. Find a way that works for you where you can offload and then download to how you can make this better to actually live a life that you want to live. So um, what, what does this do? What does all of this do? Numbing your the pain in motherhood, what does it do? Well, it creates lack of trust in yourself because you're never actually paying attention to your pain and what your body and what your heart and what your soul is trying to get to you, what they're trying to, it's trying to communicate to you. Uh, you end up not feeling safe in your own body because you're going outside of you uh, to do things, to nurture, to uh, become passive aggressive, to drink, to trauma bond with other people. You're never actually paying attention to what you want and what you need to create your own safety. And then it also keeps you feeling stuck. You're in a constant cycle of focusing on what is wrong and, imp- and not perfect instead of creating solutions, again, to live the life that you want to live that you would be proud of, okay? So how can we start to actually alleviate this? How can we start to actually start paying attention? And well, <laughs> let's bring awareness to it. Bring awareness, notice when you are stressed and when you become, when you become stressed, what do you do to, how do you react to stress? How do you take care of yourself when you're having big feelings? Because the way you take care of yourself when you're having big feelings are the way that you're teaching your kids how to be, uh, react to big feelings. Okay, so what is your initial instinct when you're sad, frustrated, angry, uh, excited, anxious? I mean, all those things, right? How are you taking care of yourself to create your own safety? Jot these down, journal them, pay attention to this over a long period of time, 30, 60, 90 days, and start to realize the patterns that you have when you are experiencing feelings, big feelings. How do you numb your pain in motherhood? Okay. We're all different. Let's embrace our differences and realize that even though we all react to things differently, that we are all living in a different way, that we have way more in common than we do apart. Most of us do this and we don't even realize that we're doing it. Okay. But you're worthy of going, of feeling your feelings and you're worthy of creating solutions and you're worthy of living the life that you want to live and that you would be proud of, Hefa. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, follow, and share the podcast with a fellow mama that could benefit from the message. I'd also love for you to leave me a five-star review and let me know of anything that you'd be interested in hearing on La Jefa Experience. As always, Jefa, you are worthy and already have the power to stress less, love more, and be unstoppable. Go show your family and the world how it is done, because when we do it, we show them that they can do it as well, and that it is possible for them to achieve whatever they want to achieve as well. Go get on my Hefa. Have an amazing week.